morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, June 17th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Today's episode is a previous recording from Friday, June 5th, 2020. We'll be back with new episodes on June 27th. Welcome, everyone. You are listening to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bulger. We come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We have been discussing the Lord's Prayer for the past two weeks, and today we will continue as we look at the idea of the kingdom of God with our special guest, the Reverend David Powers. David is the senior pastor at Madison Presbyterian Church in Madison, Georgia. But first, let's begin with a prayer. Let us pray. As we rejoice in the gift of this day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with the love of you, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Our scripture comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6, verses 9 through 15. Pray then in this way. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not bring us to the time of trial, but rescue us from the evil one. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hey, David, it's good to see you. Glad to have the Reverend David Powers join us. And we've been talking about the Lord's Prayer. So, my first question for you is, do you have like a vision of what the kingdom is like? I don't know about you, but my grandparents subscribed to the streets paved of gold and mm-hmm. uh, angels playing harps at every corner. <laughs> what do you think it is? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So like when I start thinking about the kingdom and ask that question, yeah, what does it look like? I think the first thing that comes to my mind is actually Before we even start to talk about the kingdom, we have to acknowledge that it is a reality that is beyond our comprehension. So like our words are approximations for what the kingdom is and what it will be. I I mean, I think that's why I think Jesus's teachings on the kingdom are so formative for me because he's like, it's like a pearl. It's it's like a banquet. It's like a seed. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's not. It's all I can do for you disciples and people listening to my words are give you the closest, a couple different things that will give you a glimpse of what it might look like. Um, So like for me, we just catch, we catch glimpses of it. I think that's what Paul actually means when he says, now I see in a mirror dimly. Yeah. I think uh, he is describing this as like the kingdom is beyond us, but, um, but what makes up that reality that is beyond our comprehension? I guess for me, I think about it as a, a reality that permeates every dimension of our existence. So when I, when I say that, what I mean is like the kingdom of God permeates the physical, the spiritual, the emotional, 
uh, and the energetic. And so it's, it leaves nothing out. Everything is included in it. Yeah. I, I think two things. One, you've heard that uh, Augustine quote, if you can comprehend it, it isn't God. Right. Mm, I mean, I love that as best as you can, as best as you can guess, it's not God. And I like your definition of the kingdom too, because, you know, we pray for our own needs in the Lord's prayer. And I really think that um, the kingdom is the place where our needs are met. Maybe not all of our wants, but I like to imagine a place where all of humanity's needs are met, which I can't imagine because our world is so broken. But um, I think that's so beautiful because like a dimension of the kingdom is happening within us individually, personally in our lives, um, in our hearts, our minds and our souls. And then there's, this dimension of the kingdom that is outside of us, that is happening in our neighbors, yes. <laughs> in our children, in our friends, in our spouses, um, all across the world, in all time and all space. And so, um, yeah, and it's, and the defining, and what, what are the defining characteristics of that? Like, it's defined by peace and equity and love and grace and hope and joy and, um, forgiveness and reconciliation and it's so it's all these things and I think I think about the kingdom happening within it's like that that can happen in somebody's spirit that is how I think that's the work of what Jesus is doing inside of us you know yeah uh, as we're doing and there are no fractures right I mean I think um you know Presbyterians like to say we're a connectional church and we are connectional as long as we all agree But the kingdom for me is, um, you know, we are connected through Christ in all of the best ways. And there's no flourishing for me without flourishing for you. But I love that. I love that. Yeah. Because if, if there's flourishing for, for me and not for you, it's not the kingdom yet. Yeah. It's not the fullness of the kingdom. Yeah. It occurs to me, I think um, in mainline denominations, we don't talk about the kingdom a lot. I mean, we say it in the Lord's prayer, but because it's so hard to articulate and yet we're also called to pray for that and want that, but it's kind of like wishing and hoping for a thing you can't even imagine. I think that, yeah, that really resonates with me. I think, um, and I don't want to paint all Presbyterians in one way or another because we're so, we're so diverse. Um, and even people in, in uh, main lines. But I think we have a hard time with mystery. And I think that for me, the, over the last couple of years, like some, some mystics and rediscovering the early mystics of Christianity who sat with mystery and valued it and, and gazed upon it and found um, truth and hope in it. Like some of these modern day mystics that were, getting to learn from that I'm getting to learn from right now, like a Richard Rohr or somebody like that, you know, they're so helpful for me because they help me to be better with mystery. And I think that's maybe why we don't talk about it. We don't have perfect words around it and mystery makes us uncomfortable. So yeah. Yeah. If you uh, want to know how you feel about mystery, ask yourself how it feels to answer. I don't know to something, <laughs> right? Yeah. When someone asks me anything, I always feel this pressure, yeah. and, but you know, maybe the faithful answer 90% of the time, is I don't know, but here's what I hope, or here's what I read in scripture, or here's how it's being fleshed out for me now. 
Callie. So that's so, I think you're right on there. I'm with you because um, one of the questions, you know, to ask is what are we praying for when we pray yeah. that kingdom come? And I was just making my notes and trying to do some reflection and all I wrote and then I underlined it and circled it. I was, we don't even know. Yeah. And for me, like thy kingdom come, thy will be done are two huge phrases from our lips to God's ears. And God's like, you don't even know what you're asking for. Right now. <laughs> thy kingdom come. Like we, we cannot wrap our minds around that. And so it's like this in some ways is some of the most faith, the most, the, the lines in the Lord's prayer that require the most faith. Yeah. Because there is not a dimension of this that we can fully comprehend. It's so far beyond us. Um, but we know what we know as people of faith is that when we ask, when we ask and we pray for thy kingdom to come, um, what we know is that it will be immeasurably good. Yep. Because, because it is born of God. Yes. That, so that's, we claim that as people of faith, that even in our not knowing, we do know God. And God is so immeasurably, immeasurably good. You know, in 12-step groups, they tell you to pray for the knowledge of God's will and the power to carry that out. Um, when I had those two paired together, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. I feel like the kingdom is like the part that God will bring if I can just stick to doing God's will in this place and time. I don't know if that's accurate. But one feels completely all God's doing. And I feel like the other is I can just try my darndest to figure out God's will for me today um, and then have the courage to carry it out. Um, God's will for you today. I think that's, yeah, I think that's a dimension of the kingdom that we forget too. Like it's not some far off place that's happening even now. It's no. that already not yet piece of it, you know? Um, yeah, there's work to be done yeah. in recognizing that kingdom within us and, and without us today. I have a funeral to go to in just a little while that I'm officiating. And every time I stand at someone's graveside, in some way, I say, I do not know what it looks like, but I believe in God and I believe in resurrection and I believe in what for me would be home, right? A welcoming home. Um, and every time I do it, David, there's a part of me that's like, I hope this is enough to help someone. And every time it is, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Every time there are people who are sitting around that open grave saying, yeah, this is what I put my hope in. Um, this is what has sustained me when I was alive and it's going to sustain me after. So I think that's, that is actually a growing edge for me as a minister. That's been a joy. Oh, I think that's so good. You're speaking words. Yeah. You speak words of truth and hope. And it turns out that's, that's really just what we need. Yeah, absolutely. All right, my friend, it's always good to hear your thoughts. Thank you absolutely. for being with us. You'll Thank be, you for having me. You'll be next up on the rotation when uh, I can't find someone else, and I'll give you a call again. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. All right, blessings on the, the funeral, too. Thanks. To close, we will read as poetry, a stanza from the hymn, God of the Fertile Fields. As grows the hidden seed to suit that serves our need, so your reign grows. Let all our toil be used, no gift of yours abused, no humble task refused your love bestows. 
Thank you all for joining us today. If you would like to learn more about Rocket City Lift, I invite you to visit our website, rocketcitylift.com. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is upon you. Amen. Thank you.